my dearest Jody, I am humiliated by my weakness and my impotence. But Jody, I can change. I'll prove to you that I can change with one brave historic act. I will win your love now and for all eternity. Love, John. Nothing. You are wind and water and sky. Jody, tell me, Jody, how I can earn your love. I would swim oceans, I would move mountains, I would do anything for you. What do you? I am unworthy of your love Jody, Jody Let me prove worthy of your love Tell me how I can earn your love Set me free Like a broken record. I was trying to think of a parody of the theme song for this, but the only lyric I was able to come up with was, but these three babies, and then that's all I got. But you know what? That's better than I ever did. Yeah. Um, y'all want to hear my new character that I was on the phone with my friend Kat Scott earlier and I came up with a new character. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? It's this guy. Uh, and you need to picture him being like dragged out into the woods, like John Turturro and Miller's Crossing. Right. He's just going, please don't cancel me. Look into your heart. I don't want to be canceled. I got kids. Come on, Mm. man. Look into your heart. I don't want to be canceled. I didn't mean to tweet that stuff. I got a wife! Come on! I got a wife! You don't want to make her a winner, do you? You can't cancel me, Tom! Tom, please don't fucking cancel me! I got so many dogs! I got too many dogs! I have to feed the dogs! All the plants are gonna die! You can't cancel me! Like, uh, like Bradley Cooper following Ray Liotta into the woods in Place Beyond the Pines. Am I right, folks? And he's just like, no, no, no. Um, my, uh, adjacent to what your, your new character... Um, I was talking with, uh, Ian of the Melons and we were coming up, we we were laughing very hard at a bit about, um, an, like a, you know how like all these, you know, dipshits go on and they get Mm -hmm. canceled and they do stand up comedy specials called like triggered and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, Uh we were, we were thinking about like rationality, calm dumpster. Like a, a gamer who 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 this happens to, and he says he gets canceled instead of canceled because like pwned instead of owned. Uh huh. And uh-huh, his special uh-huh. is called R triggered, like the right trigger on a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it was way funnier at two in the morning after a no, concert. But uh, <laughs> no, it was good. No, it works. It scans. No, it's it, it yeah, it scans. That it was good. Something. It yeah. just works better in text. Yes. 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 Yeah. 
Or like with a little, if you could somehow edit the image from the Switch mm. when it's telling you like what prompt, you know what I mean? Yeah, like when the characters yeah, yeah. in Fire Emblem are like, to do yeah. this, press this button. It's a I think It needs graphics, I'm, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm playing through uh, the first Metal Gear Solid right now, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. I'm terrible Snake. at it. I'm I've, there's never been a video game I'm worse at. I'm terrible at it. But what makes me laugh so much is just like, like last night I was playing it, and it's a weird. It's game logic. The bad guy snuck a bomb into my items. No, and, <laughs> no, and and then they come up on the Kodak and like, Snake, there's a bomb in your items. Open up your inventory and use the circle button to remove the <laughs> Is that a bomb in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Happy and to it's see just me. very funny hearing these military men bark like <laughs> control uh, control inputs at you. Use the right trigger to do- <laughs> Snake, you have to do an L sweep into a combo. Snake, Snake smash X. It's the only way. <laughs> yeah, it's literally there's a sequence in the game where like uh, it's a button mashing sequence, and you're chained up, and you're being like tortured, <laughs> and the only way to survive it is like smashing the button. And the guy who's there is like, "Smash, use, press the action button to endure the pain. If you give up, press select." But he's like doing it in this like very serious, dramatic. Oh like, my it's god! So incredible, great. incredible. That's so <laughs> funny. I I generally one hundred percent of the time prefer a video game character to be like, and then you gotta jump, and then a little bloop pops up and it's like here's how to jump fucker um where but yeah it's always very funny when like a zelda character like the oldest bitch wizard you've ever seen in your entire life is like press b young man (laughs) you simply have to use the power of r3 which is pushing down on the right stick (laughs) <laughs> what, 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 what I love are, like, in video games, the training montages in the beginning, where you're just like, oh, here's how to do things, but it's how to jump. Yeah. And you have, to, you have to imagine that your character forgot. You're a grown-ass <laughs> man who has never you're jumped in You're a 35-year-old man, and you forgot how to jump. Yeah, or like you're playing Assassin's Creed 2 and your guy doesn't know how to jump. And you're like, I played Assassin's Creed 1. This man knows how to jump. We are deep enough into this series. I know how it works by now. I know how it works. Show me the new things, but I don't need to know. Yeah, or at least like, when did my guy forget how to jump? When did he he get hit on the head really hard between games? (laughs) Did did a big coconut fall on his head and he forgot how to jump? And it went, uh, well, no, no, no. And like each game, boom. they wake up like it's a dream, and so they have to just re-remember. Yeah. Well, I, I think maybe it's because in Assassin's Creed, uh, you, you're in a it's a surrogates thing, right? You're in the surrogates. Well, you're playing. Thing. Oh, that's you're right. This, it's a VR thing. You're playing this dumbass modern freak uh, who's a regular man in a hoodie, and he puts himself in his ancestors' bodies through a contraption called yeah. the Animus. But in theory, Desmond should not have forgotten how to jump. In mm. theory, the difference between, like, jumping in ancient Israel and jumping in Renaissance yeah, no. is the same process <laughs> in human evolution. Gravity theory, didn't get, like, higher. In, <laughs> gravity in got Italy. stronger between the Renaissance and the American Revolution. Uh, st- standards gravity. are falling out everywhere, you know? Like, the gravity's knee, weaker. Knees are just different now, mm. is, is what I'm learning. Inertia's just got so fucked up in the Middle Ages, we never really got it back. 
I never really uncovered. Is there a straight up Middle Ages Assassin's Creed? That feels like a gross oversight. To be no, like, not all. Oh, that's kind of what the first one is. I guess because it's set in the Crusades between right. like the Templars no, and the one. and the Hashishim. I want to assassinate King Arthur. I want to assassinate Arthur Pendragon. I want to do a dumbass little leapy motion onto Merlin's fucking <laughs> neck. I want to. Fucking... I want to jump from the tallest tower in all of like Albion. Which, considering the time period, it's like 20 feet tall. 20 feet. I want to have a gratuitous sex scene with Morgan Le Fay that I would Mm -hmm. be deeply embarrassed if anybody walked into the room while it was happening. That's what what I want. I'm making it up. But, you know, video game sex scenes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, those very, those very Like God of War sex scenes. Like, if you were playing God of War and someone walked in, like, I would rather you just see me watching porn. Yeah. And watching like <laughs> yeah. video game character sex scenes. I would rather oh, oh, you yeah. just see me I would rather you see me making porn <laughs> than, than anyone ever walk in on me during like a Dragon Age sex scene. <laughs> like no. There was one well, I time stopped. I was no. in a public library working on uh working on P- on pet turtles and uh whenever I stood up my my headphones came yanking out of my laptop, and what I was listening to started blaring out loud throughout the entirety of the library. And I wished it was pornography instead of what it actually was: the Beach Boys and the Fat Boys doing Wipeout. I was I wanted to die. I just wanted to die. No, don't, no, and you're like desperately trying to plug it in, Open but not receiving hub. the jack. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh it's shit! Just, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Whereas, like, if I had done that during the audio editing of our romantic comedy web series, Doomed to You, you would have just heard uh, When in Rome's The Reason over and mm, over yeah. and over again. <laughs> and you'd be like, how many times in a row have you listened to this song? And I'm like, I deeply do not want to discuss <laughs> the number of times that I listened to The Reason by When in Rome. Uh, because... It is evidence of my insanity. It was the only thing that made sense to me. No, it's... uh, It's the only thing that felt real. It was the only thing that felt real. It was a bunch of bald Europeans going, And when you're in doubt, 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 and when you're in danger... I can't explain it. I can't explain it. It's the only thing I feel! (laughs) Honestly, when you're knee-deep in, like, making something... Uh, your your brain needs like media junk food, mm-hmm. and it's just like uh, there's at least one script that I've written where the entirety of that script was just the song uh, "Wake Up My Love" by George Harrison on loop. Yeah. Like that all that was all it was playing the entire time. Yeah, baby, that's I don't, the good shit. I don't know how it works. You just gotta like, get an IV drip of uh, media garbage into your body somehow. Kevin, why have you listened to this song so many times? And I don't say anything. And they're like, Kevin, why? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of the right words to say. <laughs> don't know what sound the way I plan them to be. Uh, it's just, thank you, Vern, for justifying me. It's for, a, no, it's, for, a, it's a very it's real, real thing. It's a it's very real. real thing. Thank you. In fact, I will say, the struggle is real. Yeah, for real. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, this is fun. Welcome back to Movies for Babies. Hello, babies. Hello, babies. Actually, well, what do we call listeners of Movies I think we also babies. call them the babies. babies. We're the babies, but also yes. they're the babies? 
Um, yeah. Babies yes. seeing babies. What's up, babies? Uh, to our very occasional show uh, where we talk about uh, children's films. I guess the last one we did was Sonic 2, so it wasn't yes. that long ago. Um, but, you know, we, we, we don't have a regular schedule for the show. Also, we're three busy men in three different time zones. Um, and, you know, we do this when we can. Uh, and, and really, these days, I think we're just kind of waiting for the, the inspiration to strike. You know what I mean? I think we're just like, when does one of us become just, like, super interested in something and they need to talk about it? Um, and at, and in, in this instance of this episode, we got re- request. It was requested yes, of us to cover this film. This is tr- I forgot about that. You're totally right. Yeah. This it one was, is, in fact, for you, Forrest. For you, yeah. Forrest. Movies for Forrest. is listening? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> movies for forest is should should be the renamed title of this show, um, as as we will talk about uh, the ugh, Disney Plus original film uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, uh, which came out uh, earlier this year, a few weeks ago, three four weeks ago, as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, God only knows when this episode will be uploaded, um, but yes, this was requested of us, of course, uh, kind of unofficially a Lonely Island joint mm. um it is it is um it's not the whole crew working in every creative capacity but it is directed by akiva schaefer um of course stars andy samberg yorma Takone has a couple like small um mm. uh, voice cameos throughout the film uh and of course it features many lonely island regulars like will arnett uh chris parnell yes. uh everyone the people like again i so admire the lonely island's commitment to making sure Chris Parnell keeps his sag in Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, they're the only people that cast that man, despite how funny he consistently mm-hmm. is. Like, after after he was no longer Dr. Spaceman, I feel like Chris Parnell has really kind of disappeared. Well, no, he's sad. on um, Rick and He's been Morty. on Archer for 100 years. You're right. He's a TV guy. Yeah, he does a lot of TV, like, voiceover animation. Mm. You're, you're right, you're right. He's, um, but if he, he was he's on... invisible from the TV world. But that you know, Saturday Night Live, it, it breeds nothing if not loyalty. That's true. This is true. They all Keep are kind of uh, brothers in arms, and they yeah. is all yeah working for a terrible man, for a terrible <laughs> TV show, just working for the fun. dread fair, the dread when you're pharaoh a- lord. When you're in a fucking foxhole with Tim Meadows, like, what? <laughs> of course you're going to become best friends. Although Tim Meadows, I don't think, uh, shows up in this one, which is legitimately, legitimately sad to me after how fucking funny he is in Popstar. Never Stop, Never Stopping. Yeah, I wonder, um, I wonder how much uh, control the Lonely Island had over this. And what I mean by yeah. that is, like, is this a wet, hot American summer, or is this a wanderlust? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think like, this has got to be a wanderlust, because this is a lot of IP that Disney isn't using, but still wants to use. Yeah, And also a lot of IP that Disney does not specifically own. Yeah. You know, like, this, this is, you know, okay. So let, let's, uh, I, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan. And let's just talk about the fucking elephant in the room. Or should I yeah. say, the, the rabbit the, in the room? The, uh, the mo- this is the bleakest movie I've seen since uh, Little Murders. Wow. Uh, yeah, but bleak for extraordinarily different reasons. Yes. Um, but, yes, yeah, so this, the, the ultimate hurdle that this film has to overcome, as does every film that has 
gone for the same sort of thing in mm. the wake of this film is who framed Roger Rabbit exists. A perfect when movie. You're a, yeah. Essentially a perfect movie has not been topped in regards to cartoon characters occupying 3D space. And, right. you know, neither Space Jam comes anywhere fucking close. And now that is actually much more common of a thing because, like, every movie has an entirely CGI character in it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, most of them still don't feel as integrated as the uh, characters in Roger Rabbit. And so... And when you when you sit down for Chippendale Rescue Rangers, a, a an Akiva Schaefer joint, and you go, is this going to be what I fear? Is this going to be the poor man's Roger Rabbit? To which I say, no, kind of like a comfortably middle class Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit. A, and you know what? The TV movie Roger Rabbit. Sure. Where you're like, it, 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 I think it's pretty solid. I think it gets the job done. There's some things that really irk me about it. There's also, I think, a lot of good gags and a lot of interesting, mm. like, creative things that they do. Um, and I'm not just talking about, like, look, it's that IP. And we're going to do a joke about that IP. I think there's some legitimately, like, really creative and interesting things that they do throughout this movie. But, like, on the echelon of these are cartoon characters running around in 3D space, it's like... It's definitely underneath Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's probably underneath Looney Tunes back in action. Mm-hmm. It is solidly above both Space Jams by like what, a country what, what, mile. What I think makes Roger Rabbit, the Who Framed Roger Rabbit, work so well, though, is that the movie regularly shows every possible way a, a cartoon could interact with the real world and vice versa. We see, you know, like we see cartoons moving real objects. We see real people moving cartoon objects. We see cartoons mm. in the real world, real people in the cartoon world. Constant back and forth of just yes. pushing the envelope and technology as far as humanly possible. It, and Chippendale doesn't really do that. It it does some of that. Like I've been a little I've been bit, but not watching it and much. like. Not near as much, and I think that is a a, a tactile element that is missing. Mm-hmm. But like in the opening scene, you know, like a, a teacher does take a pair of real headphones off of a, a cartoon character's head. Like, yes. there are little things like that. But the yeah. brilliant thing about Roger Rabbit, and the reason it can only be accomplished by someone like Robert Zemeckis, who's mm. legitimately insane, is hey, that, hey, like... he's not it, the only maniac. It's also Richard Williams, the guy who animated it all, who yes, is arguably I mean, an even bigger maniac than, Zem- than Zemeckis. Yes. And honestly, as John Waters once told us, we need multiple maniacs. And yes. that was the only reason... Thank you. Thank you. Um, That is um, the reason why Roger Rabbit can be what it is. And I, you know, uh, Akiva Schaefer, uh, co-director of many Lonely Island music videos, of Hot Rod, of Popstar, like a good pedigree, is certainly not the same technical filmmaker as Bobby Zemeckis. Akiva Schaefer is the perfect person to hire if you're doing... Like if Michael you were doing Bolton's big sexy Valentine's Day special, <laughs> that absolutely. But like, he would be like if if you're going to do like a SNL digital short parodying Roger Rabbit, he'd be your guy. Um, but you know now he's doing like the whole feature length version of, of that. Yes, mm-hmm. and he with with peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. I don't think he has the same like. 
his 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 director brain, animator brain doesn't work the same way in order to like really do the kind of stuff that Roger Rabbit was mm-hmm. doing. Uh, no, well, well, did Akiva Shaver direct the animation in this? I don't know. That is one thing. I uh, this movie uh, is nowhere. You know, like uh, 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 I can't even fucking talk. Just miles uh, above both Space Jam movies. Hundred um, percent. Yes. But one thing I will say about this is the two D animation in all these other movies are, uh, that we've talked about is way better than the 2d animation in this one it is because this is not 2d animation there are two big hurdles that this movie cannot overcome to like really ascend to the next level and one of them is that Mm -hmm. the 2d animation in this movie is a very obvious 3D approximation yeah. of 2D yes. animation. It, it is it, it, not... It, it's all cell-shaded animation. It there is cell-shaded a... 3D animation, mm-hmm. and it legitimately hurts the base premise of the mm-hmm. film. It yes. hurts the character arcs of our protagonists there's that a, it is not 2D animation. There's a moment in this movie... Where, and I think it's when they're in that bathhouse or whatever, because there's a bathhouse in this Disney Plus movie. Yeah, oh, where, boy. Where they do an, an, an intentional callback to Roger Rabbit, and a character bumps a lamp. Um, yes. But you do not see the shadow move over the 2D animated chip the same way you see it move over Roger Rabbit. It's mm-hmm. like when Netflix did the live-action Cowboy Bebop and was posting... The original animation opposite their <laughs> right. live action version, and I'm like, why would you own yourself? Yeah, and, yeah. And the new one looks so murky and like you unfocused. Didn't have, and I honestly think like the live it looked fine, but like don't put it next to the Cowboy Beep. Don't put it next to the original animation mm-hmm. of Cowboy Bebop. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose that fight. And you chose to pick Every it. Every time you mm-hmm. pick that fight. You're going to lose that fucking fight. You're really going to lose that fight. Lose that fight. Um, it, it, it just, you didn't need to do that. And again, like, I am not a purist. I, I, of course, love, like, animation, but I am by no means an expert. I've not seen nearly as much animation as, say, Justin Germeroff. But from this film, as it is presented, as it is written, it is legitimately harmful to the overall product that... Yeah. It is not 2D animation. It it lessens a lot of the jokes. It lessens mm-hmm. a lot of the emotional impact, the mm-hmm. thematic impact. It just it is it is an actual stumble. Well, yeah. I, I think the part of the problem is that Roger Rabbit had a very focused premise. It was meant to be like it. Roger Rabbit is a period piece with yes. the anim, with the cartoons to reflect that. It um, is Chinatown. What if Chinatown? Yeah. <laughs> Had a cartoon rabbit running around in it. Also, Steven Spielberg is attached to Roger Rabbit. And the only person who has... uh, Is everything okay? Um, Oh, uh, oh, yeah, someone's fire alarm just went off. Sorry. Yeah, because I'm getting ready to have a hot take. Uh, Whoa! The only person person in the world who has a stronger voice, like, if Disney Mm -hmm. tells you something, you're like, 
okay. <laughs> yes, daddy. The yeah. only person yes, daddy. <laughs> whose like voice trumps that is Spielberg. Yes. And yeah. so and so Brilliant. Spielberg, whenever it comes, you know, whenever he's on Roger Rabbit, he's like, and no, 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 we're doing mm. this the right way. Well, yeah. also uh, Spielberg likes cartoons. Yes. He he, he, he spent a lot of money making new Looney Tunes. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, and I just think like it's a it's a bumping the lamp is a term that is ascribed to Disney, mm-hmm. but as we all know, Disney will uh, <laughs> they will cut do every that. corner. They'll do that. They'll cut every corner and they'll half-ass it every step of the way if you get if they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And I think Spielberg. With Roger Rabbit's like, no, 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 we, we're, we're doing this the right way. I yeah. imagine there was an executive from Disney who fought against the lamp being bumped in that one scene of Roger oh, Rabbit. Oh, yeah, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? I bet, I mean, I I am uh, uh, making up stories here, but I can imagine essentially every shot of Roger Rabbit being something that Zemeckis and Spielberg and Williams needed to, like, fight Disney yeah, executives yeah, yeah. for. Well, they you know, fought like, tooth and nail just to get Richard Williams to show up. Be, yeah. like, just to, no, just to get this guy, because Richard Williams was too busy working on the masterpiece that he never finished, and Disney fucked over. Yep. Yes. A classic um, story. <laughs> A tale already, as old as time. I, I am sorry about that, guys. That's okay. It's not your fault. Uh, unless it is. <laughs> yeah, unless you're an arsonist, in which case it is your fault. Oh, or uh, in this economy, with housing prices the way they are, with gas prices, the yeah, way with they gas are. prices, with gas, and yeah, the two of the I've been losing be money. Are, yeah, <laughs> I'm hemorrhaging. Um, <laughs> this is uh, one one thing I thought about during rescue in the res- this new Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's what I what I call the FX movie. Uh, it's whenever you you're visiting family for Thanksgiving. And if this comes on, no one's going to object to it. Everyone's going to have a pretty okay time with it. It would never be anyone's first choice. But it's just like, if you just flip through the channels and you saw it on FX, you'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Can Um, we all agree on Remember the Titans? Is everyone fine if we watch Remember the Titans? Uh, Okay, great. Perfect. Which is unfortunately something that cannot apply to to this because it's a Disney Plus exclusive. Yes, of course. You have um, to seek this out to watch it. You cannot so, settle uh, on it. And that's a mark st- against it. Um, you will never stumble upon this on Disney XD. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I was curious if this was um, if this is if this is just something that happened with my brain poisoning, or if this is something that you guys uh, thought about. Everyone else, whenever they watch this movie, I'm sure they see the cameos and they go, "Ooh, mm-hmm. a ooh cameo. Congratulations, a cameo. Disney's lawyers." Yes, you my. Did. I had the I had a very similar thing with this movie. It's just what it was is every time I saw this cameo and this exclusively for Disney Plus movie, I kept thinking like, how is this profitable? How is this profitable? Well, <laughs> Disney Plus isn't for me out of the movie. Disney so Plus isn't meant to be profitable. It's basically a loss leader for Disney to dominate the streaming world. Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah, like, like they run it at a net loss, but just so they can have the the biggest like footprint. Exactly, exactly, and just overwhelm us. They just buy more and more media libraries to for them to then stock exclusively without having to, you know, hammer out uh, to hammer out licensing deals with other studios. Not Makes like sense. instead just buying the studios and and just shoving all their libraries onto. 
like onto whatever geolock streaming service they're using. Used to the used to they kept that Disney vault locked tight. Now it's just fucking mm-hmm. wide open. Come on in, yep. folks. Anyway, right, everyone's check welcome. out the Disney vault. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's like a, a, an estate sale. It's like Walt well, died. That's basically <laughs> this movie. Is like, well, we've got a shitload it's, of IPs. We gotta renew. Uh, all right, just put up. We'll put out bonkers. We'll put out like the wuzzles. Not the wuzzles. Oh, I, oh fuck. Uh, uh, oh wow, I got recess for like a buck fifty. <laughs> you got all of recess. Oh, uh, shit. I got Doug. I didn't know they oh, were just, like, damn. giving away Doug. Um, yeah, so that is... Uh, uh, the other fundamental flaw. And maybe we'll go through this movie in plot order. Maybe we won't. Um, the other fundamental flaw of this movie that I think is a true, true detriment to the film being enjoyable is um, our two leads are asleep. They yeah. walked into Andy Samberg's house while he was sleeping mm. and held a microphone up to his face. They, John Mulaney gotcha. did not get out of bed on this one. They like, could have John, both had, had like long COVID and then recorded I think, this. I did. I think it sounds like, you know how like every Star Wars show now, they're like, actually, we didn't get this guy's voice. We did a, a computer yeah. approximation of this guy's voice. And we didn't call Mark Hamill one of our finest voice actors. Mm. We just said, hey, computer, sound like Mark Hamill. That feels like, if they told me John Mulaney literally phoned in this role, like, like there's a scene on the What We Do in the Shadows TV show where there's a vampire council meeting and Wesley Snipes is like over Skype for it. <laughs> that feels like John Mulaney. There's a joke in Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later. I, a, a miniseries I believe only I watched no, we're the only I, appearance. I, I'm the second person to Thank watch you. it. We're the only <laughs> Justin. Tell me if you remember this joke because it's the best joke in the entire miniseries. Um, David Hyde Pierce's only appearance is they call him on Skype to like ask him a science question. Yeah, and then but the joke is that they leave the Skype call going, and David Hyde Pierce says like, "All right, is that all you needed? Uh, great. Good luck with the rest of the show." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny it's so funny that they kept the part where he's like all right david uh yeah with the rest. all right uh, i guess i'll go back all right uh, i guess i'll uh, go back to my nap i guess i'll uh go back to sleeping because i have enough freezer residuals uh, I, have, I never uh, have to do anything else and now me. to finish my puzzle <laughs> it's Good a very him, funny yeah. joke and that does feel like what john mulaney got up to in this one oh, it does God. it does feel um the the internet villain of the last couple of weeks john mulaney mm-hmm. um yeah it does it does sort of feel that way to me those are the sort of two implacable hurdles um that that we get but so much of the the text and like the jokes around all of that i do think is really fun and i do think yeah. it's really like like the jk simmons claymation cop they do so many fun bits with that character that were oh, just yeah. fucking killing me. When he like when he's dusting for prints and he slaps his hand and then like cuts the print from his hand, mm-hmm. or like when he does a comb over with he like claymation head. Like, yeah, he no, he, so he, many... he does it with like a trowel, like a grout trowel. Yeah, exactly. Like it's there's so many fun little bits like yeah. that 
that overcome the 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 corporate malaise here because a lot of people mm. when they watch this movie and the response to this movie was people going like i can't believe disney let them get away with that and mm-hmm. it's like away with doesn't... what it's pro it's pro bootlicker it's this movie <laughs> is pro management is about protecting disney this, okay so and for those who are gonna like this is why like the movie i found so dark and so morally objectionable is that this is the this is one of the few this is might be the only movie i've ever seen that is anti-artist that is like yeah where where it's the first movie that says like don't no don't be one of the dreamers who dream don't be one of the free spirits that like can't be refuses to be shackled by society because the movie compares Bootleg Disney DVDs, a thing that does not exist in any meaningful meaningful child's life. Uh-huh. Compares it to human trafficking and the sex trade. <laughs> where if you're behind payments, you get taken away, surgically altered to not violate your privately owned appearance and then force you to do movies like you know you know justin you know? i mean when you put it like that <laughs> which which the movie explicitly does and it's not like a third act twist they establish this the From rules the right of this away, yeah. in the first 10 minutes yeah like. when when flounder voiced by uh rachel bloom of crazy ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. Is like bargaining for his yeah. life with like a dingle hopper. Yeah, a dingle hopper. Like, That'll cover my debt, right? It's a genuine dingle hopper. Like, oh god, and which, oh fuck me, and it's run. The whole operation is run by an adult Peter Pan, because Peter Pan's the only character that like aged. Yes, Peter um, Pan grew up, voiced by Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Uh, has but my favorite gag where he makes his boot his first bootleg movie, Flying Bedroom Boy. <laughs> Flying Bedroom Boy. Flying is Bedroom funny. Boy. Some and, of the fake titles are pretty funny. Yeah, but then except and yeah, grew up and he became like a gangster who 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 processes childhood nostalgia into rude utilities like porta like turning old like recalled merchandise into porty potties and such. And what's kind of fucked up about this, like, Sweet Pete story is that, is what actually happened to the guy who voiced Peter Pan yeah. in the 50s. Oh, I don't yeah. Know he, oh, he was a child star who grew up, became wholly unmarketable, um, burned out, and disappeared for two years until he was found dead in a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah, he literally became, he literally grew out of his career, couldn't build it, and became like a drug addict, and just died was a, a vagrant. It was a thing that bummed me out whenever I was watching this, and the thing that like bummed me out the worst about it is, I guarantee no one working on no, the movie knew about no it. No one knew that. It's, <laughs> there's makes no it one knew it. Wow. But the yeah. fact that that's what actually happened just feels like they didn't check like (laughs) hell the story of rescue rangers could be compelling because it was originally 
the whole point of Chippendale Rescue Rangers is keeping old, uh, uh, unprofitable IP valuable because mm-hmm. it was pitched. That was the at, whole tsunami approach, right? Because well, like no, you know, no. balloons Rescue fly on the planes. Was for the Disney afternoon was pitched as a rescuers show. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, but yeah, the, which like no one was like knew about until they. And but then it was pivoted because they were already doing a rescuers sequel. The first Disney sequel, Down Under. Down Under, um, and they needed to keep Chip and Dale valuable. They needed to keep that present, so they just inserted Chip and Dale into it. Huh? Yeah, because like I, I did not have cable growing up, which mm-hmm. has recently, in several social situations, just like shocked people, and they needed me to like answer more questions about that. And I'm like, I don't know, poverty's a bitch. I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but um. The uh, so so I never had the Disney Channel. I never had mm. anything like that. Um, I never had Toonami. So to me, like Chip and Dale are two little guys that live in Mickey's Christmas tree. Do yeah. you know, <laughs> like the I have no nostalgia for mm-hmm. this property, this era of um, mm-hmm. uh, animation, right. or, or certainly of Disney animation, right? Because like I just I didn't have fucking access to it. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of that that I'm just. Missing. There are no tailed ducks here, no spinning tails. Yes. But also, too, um, part of the reason that you don't know of Chip and Dale, apart from, like, them living in Mickey's Christmas tree, is Disney's fault. Um, Yeah. You can find, uh, you know, your old school Looney Tune cartoons. You can find your old school Popeye cartoons. You can't find fucking old school Disney cartoons anywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and the ones you uh, can find are re-edited. Like, yes. they, cha- they they add new sound designs and, like, new cuts. Gross. It's basically and pan and scan. There's a, a little, like, I don't know what it is to what Justin was saying, but just, like, what? watching this movie. And, and this movie is fine, like, mm. if you turn, it's, it's, if you turn your brain off, and if you're not, like, sad people like us three, like, <laughs> this stuff doesn't bother you. But, like, uh. If you're a normie. What, if you're a normie, but one of the things I was thinking about, uh, and was kind of like, uh, it's just like, there is a hypocritical nature of this movie too, because like, with all their straight to VHS sequels, like Disney's the biggest bootlegger there is. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing that Disney has ever made into a movie was original, except exactly. one, like Lilo and Stitch, and their best and, movie. Well, no, then, actually, no. Also, they literally like when they get original, they tank. And when they start doing original stories, that's when they start bombing. Disney is bad at telling original Meet stories. Meet the Robinsons. And but right? then also like Home on the a, Range. One and once, but one also like once their stuff is out and it's a huge, you know, a huge hit, then you get through, you know, your, your there's like there's four Little Mermaid movies, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone yeah. only knows one, you know. And, and, uh, and don't forget the twist TV in show. time and the yeah. TV show. That's right. And there's a Lion King TV show, and there's like. Uh, it's so there's this thing where it's just like the the bootleggers are painted as you know bad guys in this movie, mm-hmm. but also like Disney does legal bootlegging. Yeah, <laughs> they bootleg their own fucking characters. Also, too, I'm dumb, but like, was it just like ooh a reference, or were they trying to say something with like having Pete? completely unedited unchanged be aladdin in that, in in that like bootleg aladdin 
That felt That's really a weird, weird to me. There's some weird moments like that where you're like, but that doesn't, but that would not be a good bootleg Aladdin. Like, that doesn't make any sense. That right. Like, you, you have humans you could have done, like, if that was Roger Darling or something, I don't fucking know. Uh, like Also, like, Pete's still a thing. Pete yeah, shows Pete's up in, in every Hearts. Mickey Mouse thing they ever make. Pete's in Kingdom Hearts. He's big. He's as big Pete's as he's ever in been. Kingdom Hearts. Oh Pete's my God. like, Sora, you gotta get him under your thumb. Yeah. You, know, like he's <laughs> you have to gotta... fight the heartless darkness, Sora. Goof. <laughs> Goof, you gotta fight the darkness. <laughs> well, he's a bad guy. Pete's a bad guy in Kingdom right. Hearts. So he'd be like... I love the darkness. My son, Max, fucking hates the darkness. I've disowned him. Goofy says something that upsets uh, Max on their camping trip, and then Goofy wakes up in the middle of the night and the heartless are swallowing his camper. No! <laughs> Gorsh, you're harder to deal with than Aqua! And Max is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't understand. Ma- Max, when I was fighting Xehanort... <laughs> Mike's... You were there in the war, Max! You weren't well, there in 532 over six days! You weren't there! Max, you weren't there at my line, Max! Max, I don't got time for you. I've got to fight Sephiroth! <laughs> what? Max, I work all day fighting Sephiroth. I don't have time. I gotta. Oh, y'all don't pick you up from tennis practice. How would you like it if the Harkness overwhelmed the world? Yeah, I if only Chip and Dale had called, like, called Goofy uh, yeah. and Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts, they would have had this shit, like, locked down. Like they- There's weird mm. omissions from this movie that you're like, why isn't Goof here, like, anywhere in any capacity? Where is Goof? Where is where is Donald and Mickey but nowhere also, in this film? Like, it, 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 it made Roger sense. Rabbit. It made sense in Roger Rabbit that, like, they were just there in the background, but they were also just framed as two big stars like goofy needed communism charges cleared or else he'd get blacklisted goofy <laughs> mccarthy was going after goof hard. yeah gosh i don't have any ties to the communist party i'm just I'll tell you i gotta find um, but Senator McCarthy, I can't be in this rigmarole here, and I gotta fight Sephiroth. Uh, I uh, Disney uh, and Warner Brothers, they had to like, they had to go through frame by frame and make sure that Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. were in Roger Rabbit for the exact same amount of time. And uh, I think that like these. bipartisanship helped the movie. Yes. When they reached across the aisle with Warner yeah. Brothers. <laughs> right. They, 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 they had to make compromises, and Disney wasn't in absolute control. Now, yeah. th- this is a throwaway movie for Disney. This is right. the fuck this is a tax write off. Put it to streaming. Yeah, fuck it. Dump it on there. Yeah. And you're like, man, you have like Keegan Michael Key as like a weird Muppet, but not a Muppet? Yeah, Swedish you're, chef. Yeah, the yeah that was Swedish weird chef. how it was. Which they own! Yeah, right. there's that's that another one of those that's another one of those weird things like they put Pete in the bootleg sequence but whenever it called time for them to use a muppet they didn't use a muppet. Yeah. There were but times where like, like up until he turned and he became a bad guy, 
I spent the entire movie thinking the police chief should have been Gumby. Um, you know, he, seemed, just, he looked like Gumby. Yeah, he looked like a Gumby. <laughs> um, that man also, looked like a Gumby. Like, they they don't have those characters, but also, like, they can put in, like, that horrible deviant monster R. Crumbs, like, Mr. Natural in the movie. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course they have to put in Fritz the Cat. Yeah, of they, course. Like, you don't. They do have, like, Robert a Robert Crumb character in that. And they had randy marsh and it's not just randy marsh but it's like a very obvious visual callback to like the episode where randy marsh goes to like gay bathhouses mm-hmm. <laughs> well no 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 it was butter's dad oh no, but randy i thought randy marsh was there it. as well no randy oh, marsh was? is in it yeah no he's in I think the, the bathhouse whole, sequence the whole town was going there at some, at some oh point. that's right that's um right. so yeah there was there was weird thing and i you know like i it's weird and also why like, don't they uh, have a real muppet but they have Mr. Natural. (laughs) Why do you have a very long sequence with, like, a DJ snake? What's going on with this snake who is a DJ, voiced by Flula Board? Because because it's a callback to it's lame when old cartoons rap. And that's why it's funny that we just do the thing that we already professed was lame. They're not a whale. It's like the worst Lonely Island song ever written. It's it's Oh, they like—they oh, didn't even like fully wake up for that. Like, they didn't even open their eyes. Nah. Yeah, it is very, it, it is very like um, diet Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lonely <laughs> fucking Sandberg was taking out his iPhone between takes on Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nine Nine and being like, "Dale, we gotta go t- to the store." And he's like, it, well, right, no, stop, "It's I the think. Disney Lonely Island where they can't actually be Lonely Island." Yeah. Funny. Yeah, they can't they, sing a they song about how they friendly. accidentally fucked their aunts. Yeah. Lonely Island song only I know and love. No dicks will be getting um, put in any There will boxes. be no dicks and no boxes. There will be... Uh, yeah, I love the scene where Chip and Dale sing about how they came in their pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite It's my favorite scene in the picture. It's my favorite scene in the movie. And Chip and Dale um, both just nut in their pants. Yeah. And Chip and Dale. <laughs> and it's weird because then neither of the them are wearing get pants. Buried. When Chip yes. and Dale sing that song about how it's not gay when it's in a three-way. <laughs> With the honey in the middle, there's some leeway. The area is gray in a one-two-three-way. Yes. That's the one. That's it. I do! It. I do remember! <laughs> I remember references! You know what did kill me, though, in this film? I don't I feel like we're being hard on it. I like this movie. Um, It's totally fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. It's- I like the Uncanny Valley. I like when they visit the Uncanny Valley. I like the Seth Rogen Viking. As Justin yes. described via text message, a Kevin Lanigan joke if they're... Uh, I wrote that joke. I yes. ghost wrote the Uncanny Valley sequence of this movie where Seth Rogen is playing a Robert Zemeckis <laughs> Viking. But, like, CGI Beowulf era Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he's never making eye contact. He doesn't look real. I like yeah. all that. It's very funny. That is a... I just, Which it, almost kind of feels like a fuck you to Zemeckis for A, directing Roger Rabbit, and B, making all those movies. Yeah, Like, basically like, heralding like a, the de-aging technology that Disney uses all the time constantly. now. Constantly, yeah. It's a weird, like, both... It's like a backhanded loving insult. It's like, thank you for this framework, but also fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Fucking yeah. suck, dude. Um, fucking hate the Polar Express. I did, yeah no there there are like yeah uh, there are very like 
I can't tell if he's staring at me. You know, they're sitting there talking with yeah. the Uncanny Valley Beowulf character, and he's like, I don't. He's like, yes, I'm looking right at you, and their eyesight, their eye line does not match up at all. There are super like. This is like, uh, a bowl of Lucky Charms that has like a little bit more marshmallows than usual. Like, <laughs> there's there's good stuff in this. Yeah. Uh, well, it's yeah, just, it's. You have to turn your brain off because there's right. also some seedy, probably unintentionally, but just mm. seedy, sinister stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, that's well, uh, it's you, you know, know like know. this is an extremely fun corporate retreat. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like you know, like yeah. but like you know, it, like it's the mandatory conference you have to go to, and like man, they did have kind of a funny skit. No one uh, wanted to go conference. to Boise, but once they got there, it wasn't too bad. It yeah. wasn't all bad. Yeah. Okay, could have yeah, been no. worse. <laughs> you wish that the Lonely Island's talents could have been used elsewhere, but you know. But if and they, but if they wanted a Lonely Island movie, they would have let them make a Lonely Island movie, and they weren't true. really here to do that. And, and also, uh, America said no, which yes. I will always <laughs> hate this country for for not making Pop Star uh, a a tremendous smash hit film. I will never forgive America for that. I uh, it, it is a. Uh... I'm sorry, I was just thinking about how you said it was a corporate retreat. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you pay tickets to go see The Lonely Island, they're going to give it their all. But if the corporate event bought The Lonely Island to perform, like, you know they're mm-hmm. going to phone, and that's it's the same. <laughs> it's not quite the same as seeing The Lonely... You're seeing The Lonely Island in concert, but they've already gotten paid, so they're not going to... <laughs> They got paid. They they got paid to you know sing their least offensive songs. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and they're gonna do just that. They sing the Chex Mix song about a dream girl. <laughs> it's like their least offensive song. The the thing that signed me on for this movie, like if it, I would I would have never went out of my way to see this. But the thing that did sign me on is, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring it up, considering the history of the show. Ugly Sonic. Uh, oh Sonic. yes, the, oh, the, the, the highlight, highlight of the movie. Of the, movie. the film's true star, Ugly Sonic, um, as voiced by Tim Robinson. I would not at all be upset if Disney was seeing how popular "I Think You Should Leave" is through memes. Decided mm-hmm. they wanted to try to cash in on that and made an Ugly Sonic movie with Tim Robinson. Not at all would be upset. Not at Go all. For it. No, 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 no. Uh, please do. Um, Long as my man getting that check. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope this gets Tim Robinson more voice acting roles because I think he genuinely did a good job. He seems yeah. really well suited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's got that uh, just the, that cadence uh, yeah. and how he speaks. Just like it works perfectly for cartoon characters, especially Ugly mm-hmm. Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Ugly Sonic has. Uh, the ugly Sonic scenes in this have the sense of humor and the sensibilities that the Sonic the Hedgehog movies we've seen should have had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it reminds you that Sonic is a gruesome loser and burnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. uh, great. I am seeing he he Tim has been doing some recent um, uh, 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 voiceover work. It seems to be something. I I assume the the online popularity of I think you should leave mm-hmm. is getting him more work in that zone because uh, he did. Teenage Youth in Asia. He did Big City Greens, mm-hmm. um, and he did that uh, grim show, Human Resources, which is like the Big Mouth spinoff show 
Um, he appears to be on several episodes of that. And yeah. it's it's a good zone for him mm. to be in. Again, he has that very funny cadence. I think yeah. you could stick him in a, a cartoon bear <laughs> or something. Yeah. He just showed up well. in a in a skate video. Mm. <laughs> like I like that he's just being able to do things now, doing doing whatever the hell he wants. I'm just down does with whatever. That. Good for him. Um yeah, I I don't know. Um the the I, I feel like we have been kind of hard on it uh, on the Chip and Dale movie. I mean, it is a grim piece of whenever, yes. <laughs> whenever I finished it, like it's about how your personhood isn't really your own. That you are your <laughs> you are your job, and not only can you never really move on from your most profitable past, you should in fact double down on it. Forever? You should never want to leave. You yeah. should never attempt bad to if you do want anything to leave. else. Mm. Yeah, stick with the same nostalgia you've been working with yeah. forever. Absolutely. Stay a baby! It, Stay a baby it reminds forever! Me, I don't like this movie as much as these movies, but it does remind me of the uh, 21 Jump Street franchise of films where you're mm. like, I enjoy these very much. These are morally deeply fucked to their most core <laughs> level. Like, they can only be enjoyed if you are actively discounting most of the content uh, mm. within the film, and I use that word per its original definition. Like, you just do have to be like, oh, these are about like cops, and one of them starts dating like a high school girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. funny. So I don't know what to tell you. It reminds yeah. me of watching 30 Rock, where like <laughs> basically everything and everyone about that show has, has aged like milk. But uh-huh. it's so goddamn oh. funny. Nice. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's the a, number of jokes that still hit vastly outnumbers the ones that don't anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I finally understand the end of the Sixth Sense. <laughs> Those are the names of the people that made the movie. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. That's a good uh, joke. No, uh, I finished this movie like the credits were rolling as my wife came home from work. Uh, she asked me what I watched. I told her to watch the new Chippendale, and she's like, "You know what? I'll, I'm gonna watch it." And she like rewound it, and she started it. And I was getting ready to like go and I don't know do something, yeah. and I ended up sitting with her for the first like ten, fifteen minutes of the movie after I had just seen it. And I remember thinking like when I was watching that first ten minutes of the movie again, I was like, "Wow, I did not remember any of this." <laughs> <laughs> it has a complete memory reset. It just like completely washed over huh. me, uh, with the exception of like kind of the gross stuff in it. Uh, but also like, but when a mama car shows up and spits out two like little bumper car children, I don't. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's a good gag. But, I'm but a simple man. <laughs> in that first five, t- in that first ten minutes that I rewatched, that first fifteen minutes that I rewatched, I was laughing again. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it's just a, uh, it's, it, it's a fun, it's a fun fugue state. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, what you go into this bubble and you don't ever, you don't know what's going mm. on outside of it, and then you, you're fine okay. with it, and then you. The leave the bubble and the memory, you know, it's like leaving Mewtwo's Island in the first mm. Pokemon movie. I, you couldn't hope for has a been better movie to make you into a Manchurian <laughs> candidate. <laughs> yeah, it's... Good ass Manchurian candidate reacts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to trigger film. <laughs> Veterans react to New Year's fireworks. <laughs> oh, you won't believe which president this sleeper agent tries to kill. <laughs> 
The answer will shock you. John Hinckley's in a cabin somewhere, just ten. John Hinckley reacts to Taxi Driver. A presidential John Hinckley reacts to presidential assassinations in movies. (laughs) The only person, the only person who should ever had an AR-15, John Hinckley. John Hinckley. Hey, you know what? John Hinckley just got out of jail. Mm. Ronald Reagan, dead in the ground. Hey, Tell me who scoreboard. won. Event, scoreboard. It all worked out in the end. Scoreboard. It all worked out. <laughs> it, it, sometimes it, the wheels of justice move slowly, but they move. <laughs> but when they hit, they hit. When, they hit. <laughs> when he's on, he's on. What can I say? <laughs> John, you're happy. Say what you like about him, but you got to respect the hustle. You, you gotta, gotta respect, respect the hus- You gotta respect John Hinckley Jr.'s Sigma grind set. <laughs> a, a lunch pail assassin. <laughs> he fucking he got up in the morning. He fucking <laughs> clocked in. He shot Ronald Reagan. No days off. His no guitar off. with the sticker that says "This machine eventually kills fascists." <laughs> John Hinckley Jr. doing those front-facing camera YouTube videos where he's like, I read a book a day. I don't get to take days off. But what I, you all, the whole uh, the whole shelf is just um, Catcher in the Rye. Like, it's yeah. just every book. I read a book a day. I read a book a day. But what, the so, thing that I, value, I most, that I value more than the car is my books. books. And it's all Catcher in the Rye. He, he does those, like, <laughs> those fucking Twitter posts from those fucking guys who are like, I've never seen Star Wars. I have mm-hmm. never felt the pleasure of a woman. But you cannot argue with mm. my success. The the Close virgin the, to... the virgin Reagan versus the Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wake up real fucking early in the morning if you want to mm. kill the president. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> no days off. No nights and weekends. <laughs> anyway. The the five the five dollars you spent on your morning latte could have been five dollars spent on killing the president. <laughs> Yeah, millennials, stop eating yeah. so much avocado toast to kill yeah. them. This is why millennials will never kill the president. It's because they love their avocado love toast. Their avocado they just want something for nothing. They want the president to drop dead. You know, it's like they... <laughs> there's no no one wants to work anymore. Yeah, no one wants to work anymore. Yeah, you darn liberals, you darn millennials. Presidential Too assassin woke. business puts yeah. up a sign. It was like. Please, we are short staff. No one wants to work anymore. Please respect the presidential assassins who did show up today. Are millennials <laughs> killing the presidential assassination and that, industry? And that, <laughs> and that sign that says no one showed up, no one wants to work, that's on like the CIA headquarters. <laughs> just has like this it, it, like it's hudsucker proxy the CIA just slaps higher and higher pay rates on their help wanted signs yeah absolutely they left a little plaque on like the grassy knoll where they're like please no one wants to work anymore. <laughs> please please be kind to those that did yeah be kind to those who did show up Back in those please, days, like, they please be patient with our agents. We're See, working with a short staff. Back in those days, people wanted to work. We could have a second shooter. Back in those days, <laughs> now, like, company now one shooter has to do the work of three shooters. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's sad. Sad. Yeah. Everyone knew this is where our Chip and Dale podcast. We, we used to be a proper country. <laughs> we used to be a country, a proper country, a proper country. Uh, yeah, Chip and Dale. Uh, Check uh, it another. Out. Uh, another movie where the cops are no good. We didn't. No good. Movies for baby staple. 
Uh, and of course, we ended up on a wild extremist leftist politics. We was, <laughs> like, again yeah. all all the hits. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah. As LCD sound system documentary. Shut up. We hope like we're, we're like we're doing all the hits for you, Forrest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a, this is basically a movies for babies best of, which is yeah. why it's only going to be like an hour long as opposed mm. to like two and a half hours long. It's the greatest hits. Well, no, the, like real no, but what else is there to talk about with the movie? I mean, Justin, you raise an excellent point. I because uh, like, it, it is a like because it, it this really is like an airplane. It's like a TV movie. This it's is like a, cinematic cotton candy. The raccoon dumps yeah. it in the water to try and clean it. It just like disappears. Yeah. No, like like twenty years ago, this would have been a Disney Channel original movie up yeah. there with like Luck of the Irish and Halloween. It, it, it is. It is like cartoon cartoon all stars for the to the rescue for a new age. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just what yeah yeah no to, to fight except they're fight, talking about the evils of IP theft. Yeah yeah um, yeah. The only other thing I can think of, and this is just, you know, another one of those things that, like, you don't think about it when you're watching it, but whenever you start thinking about it afterwards, you're like, uh, is the, um, you know, it's this celebration, quote, allegedly, of, like, pop culture and the things we love, but it's the Netflix version of that in that it's there's no media that takes place before 1980 that shows up in this movie. Yep. You know, uh... It, yeah, uh, it frames Chip and Dale as existing just from the Rescue Rangers. Yes. Like, if they actually, if they centered this, if they centered this movie on the actual story of the Rescue Rangers, where Chip and Dale were basically there to fill the spot of less profitable characters. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because they're more recognizable, but have no connection to the original property. Yeah, there's, uh, there, there then that, that'd actually something... be something about, like, Hollywood bullshit. But there, this is what could Disney have been, wants to do. There could have been something interesting said about, like, I don't know, frame it as, like, uh, you know, uh, Chip, you blew our second shot. Mm-hmm. No one ever gets a second shot. We had it, and you blew it. Like, what, who, how, how do you think we're going to get a third? You know, there could have been something interesting mm-hmm. with yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah, and Chip and Dale going from animals, like, the people whose primary antagonist was Pluto the dog. Yes. To okay, to in that okay, damn now you have to stand up. You have to wear clothes. You live in a house now. You're sentient now. Yeah, I like that. Sometimes in this movie, things are small, and sometimes they are big. Mm-hmm. Does that I make like, sense? I, I, I like that Chip and Dale live. That that um that Dale lives in a chipmunk sized house, but keeps a real sized dog. And where and like has human sized AirPods. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like weird things like that that I there think is. are funny. There's this moment that I did not notice until I was watching it on mute earlier when like Dale goes to enter the code for his house, like his gate, some of his ink runs off on the pad and then mm-hmm. he like wipes it away. And that's how later on they find the combination that Peter Pan uses whenever uh, oh. there is some like it's it's buried, but there is some nice like setup like call little setup and pan yeah, set up yeah. Some yeah. stuff in there. Like this would um, be a much better movie, I feel like, if it wasn't about Chip and Dale. The I Disney feel, it, Afternoon. Yes. If like they, if what, had, what helps if, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is that Roger Rabbit doesn't exist. He He's shit. not anyone's mm. IP protected yes. character. 
I think that is a a flaw of the movie is that it has to be beholden to mm-hmm. a a a franchise that it has no business participating in, um, and would have been much better again in a Roger Rabbit type scenario. Yeah, uh, which is you know they walked into a room they said it's about a rabbit with a hot wife, mm-hmm. and someone said yes, someone said that's fine. I know if it's based on a, a book, uh, but like yeah, if they on. had a um you know like a last starfighter kind of protagonist where it's just like yeah someone that we can learn about the rules of the world with. Yeah. With, yes. Uh, you know, it uh, yes. is. Po- yeah. That, that you know, was a nice. funny joke that I liked in this. There, when they go meet, what's her name? Gidget? Gadget? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Gadget. The, the Gadget. The, and the she mouse. Uh, is exactly like her character on the show. And she's like, huh, I guess I'm exactly <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. they didn't. I guess I was like a, good at machines. Yeah, she was good at machines, and so is the real one, the actor. And they were like, yeah, I guess I'm exactly like my character from the show. I thought it was funny. And Tress McNeil, God bless her. God love her. Tress McNeil, marry me, queen. When, whenever mm. you mentioned, uh, I get the two confused all the time, Chip having uh, human-sized AirPods, I did enjoy, it's a just a dumb little editing joke, but I did enjoy it, where it's like, he's walking with his AirPods in, and you're hearing the nice, relaxing, peaceful music. And he gets home, and he takes his earpods out, <laughs> and it's like there's a split second. It's playing like death metal. Yeah, <laughs> funny. It's, it's, it's a, a gag. Yeah. yeah, it's a joke in a film. No, you know, the, the, the people who made and, this movie know how to make jokes. And yeah, you don't Akiva Schaefer, uh, funny guy. You don't normally get those anymore. You don't normally yeah. get like gags in movies and like Just real like gags. a little gag. It doesn't like you like, don't get. You don't get gags beyond someone looking and going, well, that just happened. I Yeah, There's, I saw um, Top Gun Maverick yesterday. Oh, and yeah. it was, and ooh, it was ooh, ooh, ooh. shockingly refreshing to watch a movie with honest-to-God montages in it. Like, oh, wow. one montages. of the, like the, 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 the compound sentence of filmmaking that just doesn't really exist anymore. And had jokes but didn't then like point to the jokes yeah with fingers that had jokes based on like payoff of character arcs yeah or things that were set up earlier in the film mm-hmm. of like you understand perfectly the stakes of everything that is happening you understand perfectly the rules mm-hmm. and all the systems are very clear to you what top gun maverick did was just make a a good damn little movie yeah and 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 it didn't do anything you know i mean obviously like the jet action is like incredible it's like really like nothing you've ever seen before but like on a script level it just made a good little movie and like look at the little character arcs look at the little journeys look at the surprises it's all you gotta do it's all you gotta do in a movie like that but it feels so revelatory because most blockbuster action movies don't bother with that kind of shit. No. Nope. And and it's it's boring. It's boring. Like, there's a moment in this movie where they have a good gag and it's ruined. Because, like, they throw the silly putty cop against, like, a newspaper. And he peels off and there's newspaper on him. And you're like, that's funny. And then he has to go, like, hey, this happened to me like silly putty. You remember silly putty? And I'm like, we didn't need that. The bit uh, of him peeling yeah, back yeah, yeah. and there's a thing on his head. And the newspaper could have said, like idiot defeated or something like that you know what i mean like there's it was right there Mm -hmm. and they then had to like point at it with both fingers yeah it does not feel like an akiva schaefer joke it does Um, there's a few moments in this where it's they play to the cheap seats and 
I don't want to say there are no cheap seats in this movie, but mm. like it's every, Disney Plus. There's one seat. It's your couch. It's yeah, all cheap seats. Yeah, and and exactly. They didn't need to like. <laughs> yeah. People get it. Like <laughs> we got it. We, yeah. We got Trust it. We got it. your audience to like pay attention. Yeah. And I know that no. that's tough on streaming. And but, the, like, like the the parents who are making their kids watch this know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. And also with this movie that drops a trail, like Hansel and Gretel drops a trail of member member berries through it. Like you don't need to do things to make sure they're paying attention. They're paying attention because they want to see the next, they're waiting for the new, the next super smash brothers character to unlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They're constantly going to be invested in it. You don't need to like keep rattling uh, keys at them to keep yeah. them awake. They're waiting for, like, what I think is, like, the Cola Cola Coca-Cola polar bear to show up or something like that. Yeah, that's like, weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um, anyway, fine little movie. Uh, better than most things on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, Except that, for by that metric. the Beatles Get Back. Of course. Besides, which is the best thing that will ever be mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Stitch. Lightyear, a movie Check that should have been sent straight to streaming. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, Chippendale is, of course, about the real Chippendale, not about the toys. Yes. Um, not about the, the no, real Chippendale, Chippendale is the not about the movie. Neither Chip nor Dale or Tim Allen, uh, reg, uh, convicted drug dealer Tim Allen. Uh, it's, it's, it's just Chip and Dale. Uh, they're neither Chip and Dale of them the toy did write the their tell all memoir, Never Stand Next to a Naked Man. Yes. Um, which, yeah. That's a deep cut Tim Allen <laughs> reference for all you, for all you. Tool time uh-huh. <laughs> for all you for all you owl heads out there for, 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 um, for all you toolsters for all you toolsters for all, all you, you toolsters. for all you last man standing uh <laughs> freaks out there in the audience i get you i see you uh great anyway that's uh movies for babies um it's always nice to talk to my friends justin and Vern um about a little motion picture what will the next one be i don't know you tell we'll me figure it out we'll figure yeah it out. we'll figure it out or we won't. Or we won't. It'll be a surprise. Whenever you find out is whenever we'll we find out is whenever we're going to re- be recording the episode for mm. it. Yeah, basically. So it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, You'll love it'll it. be fun. And uh, you know, honestly, what's more exciting than that? I might be seeing you boys in September. And that fingers to me. crossed. Yes. Should I buy a plane ticket? Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about that. All right, episode uh, over. Oh uh, well, no, guys, guys, I, I actually got to go. Uh, I got a thing in a DC. I got to take care of. I'll be. I'll. I'll be right back. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You said you got yeah, a new yeah. job. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've got a new job. I some really exciting prospects. <laughs> got a new job. <laughs> oh heck yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, it, it, it might be a big thing for me. Um, that's uh, great. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. For you. So I. Uh, so yeah. I'll. So yeah. I got to head out right after. I'll keep my. Uh, I'll keep my eyes on the news for you. Hopefully. I'll see. <laughs> Hopefully oh. I'll oh see yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'll. You'll. You'll see me all over pretty soon. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Need to Man, write. I'll, I'll be I'll be in the headlines very soon. I'm glad this whole th- recording is a, a big joke, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to finally write my sequel, The Son Times Assassins. I, so I need more material. I need I need some guys to start stepping up to the plate. Assassins place. Two, Better Dead. Assass- Assassins Two, laces out, and it's about the guy who threw the shoes at George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and about the villain of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yes, Minehorn is a man. What a gross movie. Gross movie. <laughs> very, very gross movie. Gross movie. 
real bummer. Uh, anyway, bye. Bye. bye, everybody. I am nothing. You are wind and water and sky. Jody, tell me, Jody, how I can earn your love. I would swim oceans, I would move mountains, I would do anything for you. What do you want me to do? I am unworthy of your love. Jody, Jody. Let me prove worthy of your love. Tell me how I can earn your love. Set me free. How can I turn your love to me? I am nothing. From your life